0: Greetings, Mind Crafters, and welcome to another Minecraft episode. My name is Kimberly Quinn. I am your hostess with the mostess. And you know, remember, just big reminder here: Minecraft is about becoming the boss of your brain. As thoughts come first, followed by feelings, and then actions. Therefore, what we think, what we allow in, is what dictates how we feel and how our day unfolds. We become what we think about all day long. So what I'd like to talk about today is sort of practicing, maintaining in the eye of the storm. And you know, you know, we talk a lot about what, whatever we practice, whether it's positive or negative, right? Uh, we get better at. So we can get better at practicing the violin or get better at robbing banks as long as it's just true. Whatever we invest our energy in, is what improves, right? It's what works out. It's what gets better. And so the eye of the storm, of course, is that, that specific spot that's sort of in the middle of the, of the hurricane or the, or the tornado that's, um, calm and sort of isolated from the chaos. I'm just picturing a twister in my head right now. Like the chaos of just, you know, insanely high winds, um, water, depending on what it is, water, dust, just swirly, 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 while the middle stays completely kind of zen monk calm. And uh, my inspiration today is coming from Richard Carlson. It's interesting, some of these oldies but goodies, I've got a lot of new people I'm listening to, just so many, um, so many, and so many books, and I'm in a couple of very exciting entrepreneurial groups and they're constantly you know are we are constantly referring books to each other and so there's good all kinds of good stuff coming and then it's kind of like that old Girl Scout song where does that go make new friends we keep the old one is over and the others go forget I couldn't hit a note with a I hit with a two by four so my apologies for that but the point is that that's true with friendships and for me that's that's true with um the, the the people in my lives who, not, who aren't aware that they're in, in my life, like, you know, Oprah and Richard Carlson and Sarah von bredneck and sometimes Julia Cameron with The Artist's Way. And then I've got all my new people, Joe Dispenza and Aaron Daugherty and all these people just pro- providing so much wisdom. So anyway, Richard Carlson's books are old. Oh, they're the Don't Sweat the Small Stuff books. And they're kind of set up similar to Sarah Bon they're so like one page maybe. And they just give you just enough, like as people say, nuggets. They give you nuggets, and so we're um, getting back to what we're talking about, which is the remaining in the eye of the storm. You know, um, just sort of how how nice it would be, and can be, and will be, if we if we practice this. So, when everything around us is crazy and turbulent, maybe even violent, right, and we stay in the center, calm and serene, and removed removed from all of that that's going around us. And, um, you know, it's, it's amazing that uh, Richard says that surprisingly enough, it's much, much easier than we might think, you know, to, for us to imagine being the eye of our human storm, right? The family, the family storm and being, and just sort of maintaining that that calm and he says what it takes is intention and practice that is absolutely true and I know that those of you who, who have listened to to the Minecraft episodes know that my everyday thing is gratitude you know I do my gratitude journal which is literally done before that my uh the microwave beats with my hot tea and then I'm out the door with Giovanni in the woods I do my whole prayer thing and I I always set, you know, how can I be of service? Cause that's important to me too. And then I set an intention and I don't, I sometimes think people just like, I don't know, don't, don't take it seriously or just poo poo it. But setting a very deliberate intention in the morning has everything to do with how your day unfolds. Everything. You know, we, we can't. Always control the curveballs that happen, the phone calls that happen, and changes that you know happen in our schedule during the day. Whatever, though, that intention is going to have that day unfolding much, 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 much better than without one. I mean, we just know that to be true. So, so Richard talks about let's say let's let's kind of say you even have notice for the chaos. You know, it's something planned. Let's say it's a you know graduation. Or it's a, a big family barbecue or reunion, or it's the holidays. We know how we all know how turbulent that can be. So you have noticed for the turbulence. You have noticed for her the family, uh, you know, metaphorically speaking, the family tornado, the family hurricane, the family nor'easter. And if you know that that's coming, he, Richard talks about having a talk with yourself. and this internal dialogue is very important. It comes back to intention. We can intend, of course, you can intend to avoid the whole thing and don't go. That might work for you too. Let's just say it's more complicated than that because there are people there who you like and you want to see, people there who maybe need you to be there. So the whole thing is a little more complicated than just avoidance behavior, right? So he talks about how we can, you know, sort of intend that no matter what's going on around us to remain in the eye of the family storm and just be remain in our Zen, we can also dip out and take a walk, dip back in. but no matter what, our energy is not buying into the energies encircling us in crazy motion. We are not getting caught up in that current. We're not getting caught up in the you know 140 degree degrees. sorry, 140 mile per hour winds whipping around us, you know ripping roofs off of houses and capsizing cars. We can stay in the eye of that storm, breathing deeply, staying centered by going within. You know, Richard kind of says we can commit to being that person who's kind of leading by by example, or I like to say taking the high road. And especially if you've got other family members who look up to you and need you too. So maybe there's kids, teenagers, might be somebody who's an adult, but who you maybe you're, you know, you're kind of an anchor for them. You got a really rock solid relationship and they look up to you too, you know, because dysfunctional family dynamics can just take all, you know, form, shape, sizes. And, and we all know what that's like. Um, if we can commit, and again, we're not saying this in like a, in an unhealthy codependent way and being everybody's everything and rescuing. No, it's actually the exact opposite. It's saying that going in, winning from within, going into your own authentic self, living within your frame, Being that rock and knowing, um, if you start to get jostled too, to, to, you know, get out of Dodge, go outside, step into the restroom, even if you have to, because, uh, that's kind of an easy, easy one, an excuse. Nobody says anything. You can go breathe and get centered. And, um, and, and the big emphasis on breathing, because that deep, deep breathing, just that deep breathing is it remembers a neurological reset, taking us out of the past or present and into the now into that zen place even if you're you're in the eye of the storm and the past and present is milliseconds okay sorry past and future are milliseconds away for you right in it you can still breathe deeply even if you can get away for a minute and and return to that place of calm that eye of the storm and also you know we're talking about the practicing 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 so typically just like learning to play the guitar or um you know line dancing or something or you know taking up sign language it's all in little bits right we don't just we don't just jump to you know with the guitar and playing margaritaville in, in after you know 30 minutes of a lesson no so it's small 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 bits and so it's very important just to sort of mentally celebrate these little successes if you got through even the mildest of family gatherings that just had a, had a little bit of spice to it that you didn't like, but you did it. And you stayed, you know, you stayed kind of anchored in that eye of the storm. Give yourself kind of, you know, um, some kudos. Give yourself some kudos and realize that each and every time you have success with this, and we're not looking for perfect. That is a very bad word. We're talking about it turned out better than maybe it used to. And you were calmer than you used to be. And, you know, just bet. We're looking for better. We're looking for progress, not perfection. And that is a success. And all these little successes add up. They add up. And it's kind of like they go in the self-esteem bank. We get stronger and stronger and stronger. And what's also cool, um, I'm saying it in in an authentic way is we can also, when we get stronger, we can also, you know, be stronger for for others that might need us to. Not saying it in a codependent way, I'm gonna be very careful. Just let's say they're kids or teenagers, and like, wow, Uncle Uncle Johnny is the bomb. How did he handle that? And that gives them a visual, f- you know, for not getting caught up in all the masugana. You know, it's just it's just because it just isn't necessary to get, and it can be so easy. We can just follow along with that like lemmings and just get all caught up in it. When when it, all it takes is some intention, you know, some deliberate, deliberate intention and then some follow through and we can do it. And so that notice we're in the eye in the storm, we're very present moment oriented and that is also where that's also where the, well, that's where the joy is. That's also where the power is that that kind of agency where we're feeling our own authentic we're in our own our own authentic power place. There we go. So I'm kind of thinking of, of the martial arts with this, too. You know, like in, in general, of mindfulness, because Jon Kabat-Zinn is all about being able to drop in at any moment just to do a check on yourself. And if you're a place where you feel you can close your eyes comfortably, I'll tell you, I don't even care anymore. I'll be in the dentist's office, doctor's office, you know, waiting for a meeting. I know people are walking in. My eyes are closed sometimes, and I think they all know at this point, because I'm very clearly awake and alert. I'm kind of sitting up straight. Who cares? I'm dropping in. Um, but the point is here is that once you kind of master the, the more milder storms and staying in the center, then you you, know, you build this, this confidence and knowing that you have the resilience. And it, and it doesn't matter if you trip up and kind of slip into it, then just pull yourself back into the eye of the storm that you can handle more and more and more and more. So it's kind of like you go from a white belt, then maybe it's the yellow belt and the green belt, blue belt, brown belt and eventually you've got your black belt and being a mindfulness warrior and you can just drop in at any moment doesn't matter who's saying what around you detaching with love and kindness and just distancing distancing yourself from all of it and the inner the inner peace and joy will just know no bounds and that's it this is Kimberly Quinn signing off from the beautiful northern vermont have a mindful day